Hello, this is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm your host for the Self-Made is a Myth, Make a Difference Together show, where we're talking with successful business owners to hear their stories of the journey to building their business. And because we know that achieving success in business is not something we can do on our own, we recognize the folks that have helped us to excel. Today, I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us today. Check this out. My guest is ambidextrous in his writing. He enjoys photography, music, and uh, spending time with his family. And he's most proud of persevering uh, through the odds that were against him. My, It is my pleasure to welcome Aaron to the show today. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Tim. Thank you so much for, ha for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Well, hey, Aaron, let's start with having you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of your personal story, like um, where you were born, where you live, and about your family. Certainly. So I'm a proud father of two girls. I'm from Indy, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, my daughters are 18. Well, they're about to be 19 and 21. Um, my youngest, I just moved her to college two years, two weeks ago. And my oldest is a licensed cosmetology, uh, working at a full service salon and part time at a helping out at another salon. Um, I I play. I taught myself. I'm self taught uh, pianist. Uh, so I actually play for church as well oh, uh, every cool. week. Yeah. And um, and I I love uh, nature photography, wildlife photography, uh, landscapes, and candid portraits or street photography. Awesome. And um, you were you you were born in India, I think you said to me uh, yes. offline. Mm -hmm. yep. okay. Yes. Yes. Born in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. Fantastic. So um, what's a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today? Yeah. So um, is one where my youngest brother uh, <laughs> back when I was uh, just a young lad, a young little kid, and I didn't want a bike from the store. I wanted, I, I love building things. I love working with my hands. Yeah. And so I went, I built my own bike and uh, <laughs> I went to, I went to test my bike out on a bike track uh, over in Bra Ripple. They had a dirt bike track. Uh -huh. And my brother and a friend of mine, we're out there and, and we're watching these guys. They're doing all these BMX tricks. And, uh, and, I, and I was like, oh, I can do that. I can. And my brother, he's telling me, he's like, Aaron, no, you don't try it. Don't try it. So <laughs> I go down, I go back, I go to hit this ramp. I'm speeding. And as soon as I hit that ramp, I second guess. I hit my brake and my bike comes apart in the air. <laughs> <laughs> My front tire went one way. My handlebar came oh, off. No. I landed painfully. I, I landed and I was just, I, I thought I broke my arm. I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> uh, of course, of course, um, you know, boys being boys, they didn't help me. They laughed at he me does. all the way home. Yes. So, but yeah, uh, so that's, he just told that story to someone else last week. So yeah, they're still talking about that. <laughs> So it, it that just makes me think about that, my introduction. So you're able to write with both both hands. Tell me a little bit about that story. Yeah, so um, I actually taught myself to write with my left hand. Well, I write naturally write with my left hand. I taught myself to write with my right hand. Um, my mother, we were in a softball league, um, and I probably was only around 10, I believe. And um, one of the, the pitcher went to launch the ball at her to – and like he was in the major leagues and she missed time she missed time to catch put her hand down before the ball and yeah so 
I watched my mother uh, have to write with her opposite hand because she had a broken finger and a split. So she um, uh, was writing with her opposite hand and she worked third shift. So when we come home, we saw notes everywhere and it was in chicken scratch. We could, it, was, it was horrible trying to read the instructions. Uh, and we were like, okay, well, we can't read it. So I guess we don't have to do chores. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but that, you know, I, I, I looked at it and I was like, I know there's no way in the world I'm going to put myself in that position. So I taught myself. I start every time I had a chance, I wrote with my right hand and now it's legible. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, Aaron, tell us about um, how the business came about and at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business? Certainly. So I broke, I, I was pretty much born and raised with the camera in my hand. Every family reunions, family gatherings, everyone will give me the camera and say, hey, give, let Aaron take the picture, let Aaron take the picture. So needless to say, I'm not in, too, in a lot of our group uh, family pictures because <laughs> I'm the one behind the camera. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> But I mean, you know, here here they are giving me the camera because they they saw that Aaron has that eye. Yeah, he has that natural eye, and uh, I continue to build upon that. I, although I grew up in Indy, I spent my summers on the East Coast uh, in Washington D.C. and Maryland. And every time I went to Maryland for the summer, my aunt Debbie she would have a disposable camera ready for me. Um, so I every time, so I would just you know that's back when you used to walk up you could walk up to the white house lawn yeah. and um so i have pictures of poor pictures of those monuments and it, it was i just love capturing those pictures i'm getting a dead battery now but um yeah i just love capturing those pictures and that as i got older um i started getting requests for to come shoot a wedding or to come take pictures of a a, a small event and I started getting a little small change. And, but then I decided, you know what, now that I'm actually making money from this, I want to do it the right way. So I started a business. I didn't know anything about running a business, <laughs> but I started the business because I wanted to do it the right way. And, uh, but it wasn't until 2018 when, uh, so that launched Precise Take Multimedia in 2012. It wasn't until 2018 when I really, truly felt like I was in business. Uh, and that came from a lot of trial and error, meeting meeting people, meeting uh, experts, taking advice from people, uh, getting out there in uh, networking events and and just absorbing all that knowledge of studying uh, business. Uh, so now that turned into Precise Tech Multimedia. Yeah, congratulations. That's an awesome Thanks. story. So thank um, you. Tell us a little bit more about the company, Aaron. Um, what's the name? What do you guys do? How do you help others? Certainly. So Precise Take Multimedia, we're full-scale B2B video production. Uh, so in short, we're the video production side of marketing. Uh, when it comes to our large corporations like uh, um, nonprofits and uh, larger organizations who have a marketing team or they have a marketing plan, um, they're just bringing us into their marketing strategy. And we'll produce uh, the uh, videos that align to that that plan. Yeah. But we have a lot of small business owners, uh, new small business owners like myself in 2012, and uh, who don't really know anything about marketing, sure. barely know anything about business. And we go the extra mile of helping them not only just produce content for their brand, but also help them with the marketing and the strategy behind it. Fantastic. 
So share us the story, Aaron, um, where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it, even though maybe you didn't think that you could and the impact that that person had on you. Uh, so there's two people, my uncle, uh, Tony, and my aunt, Debbie, uh, my late uncle, Tony, and my aunt, Debbie from uh, Washington, D.C. Like I said, I went and spent my summers with them. Uh, my uncle, uh, he was with D.C. Homicide for 25 years. Uh, he was with the FBI for he went from D.C. Homicide to the FBI for five years and where he was diagnosed with cancer. I uh, had to retire early. And um, and then once he got started to uh, once he got better, he went to NCIS. And that's where, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, and my aunt, who's a retired attorney for the IRS uh, after 35 years um, of service, uh, they taught me this little black kid from a um, uh, high crime area. Uh, I'm the second oldest of five children with my mother and father in, a, in the house that's seven people in a three bedroom, one bathroom home. 900 square 900 square feet so that kind of lets you know my upbringing it was wow. we had one tv it was it was tough no central air uh, <laughs> so um but going and spending my summers out there with my uh with my family and government and seeing success and black success it helped me see it, it i i learned at a young age that there's more to my story there's more to this mm. i can be better than my circumstances and surroundings oh what what a what an amazing um opportunity to to see that and right to, mm -hmm. to understand that there's there's a different life potential and and to have mm -hmm. your uncle introduce you to that and yeah. and, and and show you that opportunity wow that yeah. thank you for sharing that oh thank you so Aaron, what's your biggest learning as a business owner? Um, so I'm a perfectionist and I had learned to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> um, going from spending four, three to four weeks on video editing uh, when the client, I met the client's expectations in the first week. Uh, I, I had to learn, Aaron, listen, do what, the, give them what they asked and get it get them get it to them yeah. uh so that i had to learn it took me some years to learn that <laughs> um but i fortunately i learned it and uh i'm able to turn projects around a lot quicker um and just think even outside of video editing just being more efficient with the business uh, it just yeah. as you know Perfectionism is okay to a certain extent, but when it's impacting <laughs> your customers, yes. you got to let it go. Yes, yeah. I, I, a term I use a lot with my clients is progress, not perfection. There you go. Because there it's so easy to get bogged down in the, well, just one little more tweak, one little, mm -hmm. little more adjustment. And I like what mm -hmm. you shared earlier. So for everyone listening, um, this is a key nugget that uh, that Aaron shared is, you know, meet your customers or your clients' expectations. You know, don't worry about meeting your own internal expectations. So if you can deliver, if you can wow them in a week, right, there's no reason to be spending three weeks working on the project, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
So having <laughs> some check-ins, right? Maybe get them to mm-hmm. do a draft and you hear, uh-huh. you hear how excited they are. It's like, oh, wow, we're pretty much done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have our initial cut. And within five days, we were trying to deliver that initial, that first cut, which is a rough draft. Mm-hmm. So yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that because I know no everyone who's listening, you guys could all benefit from that advice. Right? Don't don't uh, overwork yourself if you don't have to. Yeah. So, Aaron, we yeah. know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So, tell us about one of your biggest challenges uh, as a business owner, and and maybe an, another business owner who came alongside you to help you get through that challenge. Certainly. Um, I mean, so, you know, there were growing pains with uh, the you know, launching Precise Sig Multimedia. Uh, but I've had three individuals who are new to this platform. I mean, I have other people, some you're familiar with, some not. And and but there's three that are I want to kind of pay it forward and introduce them to your platform uh, where Doris Renee, she has been uh, played a pivotal role in the growth and success of Precise Take Multimedia. I met Doris probably seven years ago. Uh, she was a keynote speaker at an event I was filming. And uh, after that event, she approached me and uh, introduced herself. And we kind of stayed in contact since then. And she's sent work to me. And and she's just loved the the quality and the and the service that I, the level of service I was able to provide. So she continues to go out there, even if she's not using me. She's continued to send people to me, mm. um, and I, so I'm forever grateful uh, for Doris. Uh, in fact, she's uh, specializes in uh, sales, and marketing, and communications. Uh, so we were we have a mutual client. And we were meeting in the boardroom, uh, I think it was probably a month and a half or two months ago. And we're in this boardroom and uh, we're waiting for the client to come in. And I, I told Doris, I, I whispered across the table and said, Doris, she said, yeah. I said, I need you. <laughs> so she's like, uh, she said, Aaron, you know, uh, she said, Leah, you, you do a great job. I like what you're doing. I, 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 I'm on board with what you're trying to do over there at Precise Take. So, yeah, let's talk to see how we can bring that together. I, I would love to help you out. And uh, so we were able to meet and work work out a deal. And she's now my operations manager. Oh, so, awesome. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second person is um, April Yvette. And April Yvette of April Yvette International. Um, she's been with me longer than Doris actually. Uh, April is from, she was on Shark Tank and April, she's a, um, specializes in sales and marketing, um, uh, motivational speaker. She's wrote, written a, a few books and I've done a lot of work for April, but April, she's, she was probably, uh, she's probably my, my largest client. Uh, April continues to send me work, um, telling other people about, precise take and about me saying, hey, listen, if you need video for your brand, go to Aaron, go to Aaron Chandler. So uh, I'm forever uh, grateful for um, April. Um, and then lastly is Lakeisha Jackson, a city councilwoman, city county councilwoman, Lakeisha Jackson. Um, she is a force in the community. Um, I've been shooting, in fact, Darice is the one that connected me to the city council. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, she's, uh, Lakeisha, um, uh, she's actually, I, I went to work for her. My first shoot for her was training youth for success. 
that was four and a half years ago, where they're working with um, youth 14 to 22 mm-hmm. on uh, job readiness training, college readiness, um, give, getting them uh, out of the streets and into uh, the workforce and just turning their lives around. And I've, I have been a part of a lot of the things that she's been doing in the community, especially even just most recently last uh, Saturday, where uh, we went to capture her peace walk out there where she partnered with the mayor and the congressman, Andre Carson and a few others uh, in the Far East Side community on uh, to take a stand against gun violence. Mm-hmm. And and, and the, some of the women that I interviewed were women who had lost their children to the, due to gun violence, and uh, how do you uh, uh, how do you stand just a few feet away from somebody as they're telling you that they, they just lost their fifteen their their sixteen year old son and their fourteen year old daughter, uh-huh. and how do you how do you and they're saying it and they're speaking from strength, right? And here I am. Uh, trying to blame it up my watery eyes on the sun, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. but <laughs> but I, I, you know it's like but you know Lakeisha Jackson is that that's what um, that's what she's doing every day out there in commun- in the community uh, fighting for those families uh, fighting for her community and I'm there to capture it all uh, so I. I I, I love Lakeisha and everything that she's doing. I love all three of these uh, ladies. They've been, they've played a major role in the success and growth of um, Precise Take Most Media. And in fact, uh, we're actually getting into um, campaign videos due to uh, Lakeisha uh, Jackson. So. Oh, that's fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. So Aaron, as you think about the next three to five years, what, what are the biggest challenges you're going to face in terms of reaching your goals? And who are the types of people you're going to need to help you with those challenges? So um, I need an assistant. <laughs> uh, within the like yesterday, I, <laughs> you know, as I'm continuing to grow, that is the next piece. I was I've been fortunate in the last uh, th- this year, this summer, I've been able to grow my team uh, to a team of uh, well six, including me. Uh, but yeah, congratulations! Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, and that is the next piece is getting an executive assistant in who can come in and not only just wait, for, not only take what I'm giving her, him or her, uh, but also um, take a look at my company and, and and identify the gaps and and bring that, present those to me and 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 also help me uh, bridge those gaps or close those gaps. Yeah. Um, secondly, is I do want to open a brick and mortar within the next 12 months. Oh, that's uh, so, yeah, yeah. So I definitely need production space because uh, what my clients are coming to me more now for, I'm going to need room to shoot things that they need me to do. Um, and it's just outside of just your typical live action. You know, you get into a green room and you can <laughs> shoot a whole action trailer at that point. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I do want a brick and mortar so I can uh, provide a, a higher level of service to my clients. And then lastly, where it kind of goes hand in hand with the second one there, uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, uh, run precise take multimedia uh, on my own as far as self-funded. Mm. Right. Uh, no outside 
uh, 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 um, uh, contributions or yeah, capital, right? Capital. So, um, but I'm getting to a point where now I know that if I need to make it to that next level and truly scale, truly grow that business, I'm going to need access to capital. So that's what I'm doing right now. It's just getting myself into position for uh, to start exploring capital uh, outside funding uh, within the next three to six months. Awesome. Well, I, I love the plan and that you've got you've already got some uh, ideas of how to get there. So great, great job in terms of you know longer term plans for the business. Yeah. Uh, Jim Rohn, one of my uh, favorite authors, says we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So, Aaron, as you think about that, what advice do you have for business owners who are trying to build their business on their own? Um, you know, don't make the same mistake that I did. Uh, <laughs> get out there. I wear a shirt as a scene, grow your brand um, as my current marketing campaign right now. Be seen, grow the brand. I'm always telling my customers, be seen. Um, and I tell that to, that's what I would say to the new startups, the new entrepreneurs, uh, get out there, get out there in, in these circles and network because you never, it's not about going out there and um, trying to land a customer or a client, whatever you want to call whatever you call them, refer to them as for your business. But um, also get out there and build partnerships, build those relationships um seek knowledge mm -hmm. ask questions um step into a room even if you're an introvert step into a room start hello my name is and this is what i do uh, start there um I mean, people know that you're just starting out i found that networking it, it can be intimidating right mm -hmm. you go into a room you it's intimidating but i found that uh if they know that you're just starting out and they know that you're they can see that you're genuine. You're, you're, you, you will be amazed. You'll be surprised at how many people will reach out and say, "Hey, I would like to do this for you. I would like to uh, offer there. If you have any questions, call me. I, I'll be more than happy to help you there." So yeah, just get out. That's my advice. Yeah. Uh, don't sit in your little hole. Come out of the <laughs> hole and get out there and be seen. Yeah, isn't it amazing? You you said ask questions. Isn't it amazing that? Um, how many people are willing to to give you some advice or give you a tip if you just ask them? Oh yeah, no, just ask, just ask, and and then YouTube, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, YouTube, Google, but uh, yeah, but yeah, ask, um, and and you'll be able to say how much help you can you can get. And the, but then I, I would say in the second part of that, don't forget to give back. Mm -hmm. Don't always go into the room expecting to take. Yeah. Uh, step into the room and say, okay what can I give this person? What can I, what value do I bring yeah. uh, every day when we wake up? What can we do to change the world for someone else? Yeah. Uh, it's not always about what can we receive is, but what can we give? Yeah. I, I, I love that because I think the, the biggest mistake that uh, people who are networking make is they go into a room, they say their name and then they ask for something. Yeah. Right. And we, we haven't even, built that know, like, and trust. And, right? and, mm -hmm. and uh, there, there's an interesting thing that happens psychologically. If we, if we go into a networking event and we give and we help other people, there's a, 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 a human, an internal need and desire to pay that back. Right. We, it's almost yeah. Oh, yeah. We guilty, right. That we can't know yeah. that, that mm -hmm. if somebody helped us out. We, we feel guilty and we are constantly now trying to figure out how do I 
how do I pay that back? Right. I don't want to want to owe that debt. <laughs> so yeah, certainly. I, I love what you're saying is like, go out to those net networking events and just see how many people you can help and bless. And, and it's all going to, it's all going to come back and, and you're going to get the dividends of, of all of those uh, folks that you're able to benefit while you're there. Certainly. Mm -hmm. oh. So Aaron, last question here. If there was something that catastrophic that happened to the business, who's the first person you'd call and what would you want from them? I'll call Doris. <laughs> she, she's my operations manager. I'm calling her. Um, she's, uh, Doris is, uh, when I tell you she's a shark in a good way, she's a shark. And uh, so there's been <laughs> a few times and she'll get on me too. It's like, Aaron, you're supposed to be working on this. Why are you working on <laughs> so why are you working on that? But she she she'll hold me accountable, you know. And I'm like, uh, Doris, you work for me. But anyway, I'm this is like <laughs> yeah. but you know, uh, I will call Doris. Um she's uh, there's other people I will call, but yeah, that's my number one because she is a part of precise take and she would need to be able to lend her expertise to help uh strategically get out of whatever um is what we're, we're facing awesome so it sounds like aaron you've been blessed with some incredible people in your in your business owner journey if they were all here on the show with us today what would you want to say to them i could not have done this without you um thank you thank you so much um i mean the words don't even express um how grateful i am to have uh met you all and and i i truly truly thank you for not only um putting your trust in me and my brand precise take also putting your uh, your your faith in in my craft and also telling and telling others yes about me uh, that's the that's been key all three of these individuals they've continuously they continuously spread the word they continuously tell people about precise take and send people to me uh, and it's that's what it's about just uh, being able to help others and the customers you're going to have returning you're they're going to return you do a good job they'll return and and i've, I've been thankful that 99 percent of my business thus far has haven't really come from marketing has been word of mouth referrals and people like Doris, uh april and lakeisha that's fantastic yeah so um aaron thank you so much for being on the show it's been a pleasure speaking with you today Thank you so much. I'm about to head down uh, here out here in North Carolina, about to head downstairs and uh, film another event, start production on another event. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, go go make a difference. To, yes. <laughs> to everyone who tuned in. Thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Myth show with your host, Coach Tim Campbell. Be sure to help us spread this movement by liking the show and posting about it on your social media. And to join our movement, go to BeMadTogether.com. All right, folks, that's a wrap. Make sure to pay it forward and I'll see you all next time. Take care.